It may be hard to believe, but we are just a few short days away from the end of 2020. Now, I've seen a few different social media posts that have tried to capture the emotions that come with saying goodbye to 2020, and here are just a few of them. Take a look. Here's our first one. Nobody claimed 2021 as your year. We're all going to walk in real slow. Be good, be quiet, don't touch anything. Right? Nobody, nobody get too crazy about what this next year might hold. Here's the next one. I am not buying a 2021 planner until I see a trailer. I don't know about you, but I bought a 2020 calendar, like a planner. It was going to be so organized, and I haven't used it for about 10 months. So we'll see how 2021 goes. And then here is one of my favorites. Years from now, we're going to be like 2018, 2019, 2021, 2022. Hey, you missed? Nope. We don't talk about that one. Did you catch the math there? For some of us, saying goodbye to 2020 gives us a bit of relief because it has been a year, a year that has felt like a decade, a year full of the unexpected, the unplanned, and even the unwanted, a year full of, of loss and grief, a year full of anxiety and uncertainty, and some of us are just ready to be done with this year, right? Good riddance, 2020. But this morning, I want to make sure that we remember to take the lessons, the blessings, and the wisdom of this last year with us as we move forward, forward into a new year full of possibilities and hope. Now, in our scripture reading this morning, we were hearing a prayer, a prayer of the prophet Isaiah. It's a prayer asking God to do what God has promised, to redeem his people, to save, him from their, save them from their distress, to lift them up in the moment of their greatest need. Isaiah is offering this prayer at a time when the people were disheartened and disillusioned. You see, the people had just come home to Jerusalem after living in exile. After having everything that was familiar and comfortable and theirs taken away. But it is not the joyous homecoming that they had imagined. In fact, it's quite the opposite. The people are losing hope for a brighter future. Now, this prayer was written long ago for a community that no longer exists by a prophet who is long gone. But the beautiful thing about Scripture is that it is still relevant. It still holds meaning, inspiration, and encouragement for us today. Now, we may not know 
the feeling of exile. But after this year, we do know what it is like to lose things that have become so familiar to us, routines that have become such a comfortable part of our lives. Everything is different now. We've changed the way we work, the way we go to school. We've changed the way we grocery shop. We've changed the way we gather during the holidays and the ways that we do church together. And with all that change, it is easy to get discouraged, overwhelmed, frustrated, depressed, anxious, That is so real, and it is so 2020. But the good news of this Christmas season, the good news of this last week of 2020, is that we are not alone. God is with us. And not in some sentimental kind of way, but in a real way down to earth, by our side kind of way. Again, the good news of Christmas is that God has come to give us hope in the messiness, the pain, the tragedy, the fear, the anxiety, the heartbreak of real life. He is our Redeemer just like Christy said. And through him, we find the strength, courage, and faith we need to keep going, to keep loving, to keep working to make our community and our world a better place. Listen again to what Isaiah prayed for his community in the midst of their dwindling hope. I will tell the kindnesses of the Lord, the deeds for which he is to be praised according to all the Lord has done for us. Yes, the many things he has done for the house of Israel according to his compassion and his kindnesses. For the Lord said, surely they are my people, children who will not deal falsely. And so he became their savior in all their distress. It was no messenger or angel, but God's presence that saved them. In his love and in his mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. You see, Isaiah was reminding them of all that God had done in the past, He's reminding them of God's compassion, kindness, mercy. He's reminding them that God has lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. And he does that because he knows that when they are reminded of God's faithfulness in the past, it will give them strength and hope for the future. And the same is true for us. If we can spend time looking back so that we can be reminded of God's faithfulness in the past, it will give us the strength and hope we need 
for the future. And so that's my encouragement and my challenge for us during these final days of 2020. To spend some time looking back at this past year, to see the places where God has been at work, those moments when we've felt God's presence, power, and peace, those moments when God's grace has been made real. And to take all of that with us, that assurance of God's presence with us into the year ahead. Remember, God is faithful even when we are not. God loves us even when our love fails. God is at work even when we cannot make sense of it. God is with us in the middle of the mess. God is still our Savior and our Redeemer. And His light is shining in the darkness. No matter what life, no matter what this new year of 2021 may bring our way, no matter what may happen in our community or our world, God will be with us through it all. And that is a reason to give thanks and to have hope as we move into this new year. Now, if for some reason we forget that, if for some reason our fears overwhelm us and get the best of us, let's remind each other to turn back to these words from Isaiah. It was no messenger or angel but God's presence that saved them. In his love and his mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. Thanks be to God, who in his love and mercy redeems us and carries us each day. Amen and amen.